This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. Been a while. I'm here. I'm sorry. It's life. It's life. Everybody knows what today is, right? I was going to do this podcast yesterday, but I decided to do it today because today, um, as I discovered yesterday, which was my excuse for not doing it yesterday, uh, but today was the, the day that Dave Chappelle's uh, Netflix special dropped his first one in I don't know how long a long time since since he's been back right I mean since he came back from Africa or came back from his little uh, spell uh, where he where he just uh, left society altogether right isn't that what happened something with Dave Chappelle I don't know much about it but I think it had something to do, do with that like right he was uh he was at the peak of his career, as I understand it. This is Dave Chappelle's life and career, as I understand it. He was a young black comedian. The best. Some said he could have the potential to be the best comedian of all the young comedians. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that anymore. But, I, you know, he was at the peak of his career, and, and he did the uh, Chappelle show, and it was very edgy and great and hilarious. And then I think... Uh, what he, uh, I, I, I don't think it was, the show was canceled. I think it, uh, he just left it, right? He just left, left a big, a lot of money on the table, and just disappeared for a while. I don't know. You can email uh, standupishpodcast at gmail and tell me uh, how wrong I am about everything I talk about. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm uninformed. These are just, I'm just repeating things. That people have told me things that I read on the internet. I I, I did watch the uh, I did watch his special. Sticks and stones. I watched the Chappelle special that dropped today, and it was tremendous. I loved it, loved it, every second of it. My, you know what really surprised me? I watched it with my uh, wife, and I didn't think that she was going to be as into it as I was. I just didn't, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I knew that, I, I already knew that I loved Dave Chappelle going in. This was her first foray into Dave Chappelleville, if you know what I mean. And, uh, and afterwards she goes, I think that's my favorite special that we've ever watched together. And I was just so happy. I was, I was so pleased, you know, because I, because I love Dave Chappelle and I'm so very happy that my wife enjoyed it that much, too. But that's a ringing endorsement for this uh, Dave Chappelle special, uh, Sticks and Stones. My wife says the best special that her and I have watched together. And we've watched a many of them. So, go see it. Or check it out on Netflix. Don't go see it. Just sit at home and see it. Go to your couch and see it. Um, yeah, it was great. Also, the uh, Jim Gaffigan one, the one um, 
it, it's not on Netflix, but it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, that was great. That was also great. You know what? Jim Gaffigan, he got a little bit more edgy. You know, I, I'm not used to... Uh, I'm not used to Jim Gaffigan being that edgy. He got a little bit... Uh, there was a... Okay, I'm going to say one joke. He said that... There was one thing he said, and this is... A, I mean, he, I, he can say it because he's a fat man, but he said, do you know what the size after triple xl is and he it was a beat and he goes kill yourself and every, and everybody gave him shit for it they, everybody was like boo but i mean he won him back over pretty quick but it was kind of harsh for jim gaffigan especially being a large man himself in my personal opinion don't get me wrong loved the special can't remember what it's called right now but he, uh, what he did was, um, I think he released it pretty much everywhere except for Netflix, right? Isn't that what he did? He, uh, he went outside the box. He did something different. Um, it's not on Netflix. Actually, I don't, I, it might be, might only be on Amazon. It might only be on Amazon. I don't know, but go check it out. It's great. Uh, what I really like to talk about is, um, my my good buddy Jack, who does the uh, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just drawing blanks here. The Murder My Dude podcast, uh, the other podcast here on the Project Humanoid Network. Um, he does the true crime podcast, Murder My Dude. He got me reading this great book that I didn't even know existed. I mean, I, I guess it's to be expected since I'm just sort of delving into this comedy thing for the first time uh, myself, but I don't know how long he's known about it or if he's even read the book for that matter. But I assume he has, but hang on. Well, this book is called, um, it's called The Comedians, Drunks, Thieves, Scoundrels, and the History of American Comedy. And it's by a fella named uh, Cliff Nesteroff. And um, and if you're trying to look that up, it's Cliff spelled K-L-I-P-H, which I just feel like is a really pretentious way to spell Cliff. I don't, is he foreign? Is that a foreign way to spell Cliff? Who spells Cliff like that? Cliff Nesteroff. But uh, he wrote a heck of a book about uh, the history of American comedians. I want to tell you one thing that I learned from the book that I thought was hilarious. Um, because I always thought when you, hear the, uh, when you hear the phrase, a stand-up comedian, you kind of just uh, figure, well, they call him that because he's, uh, he stands up there. And does comedy. But uh, the actual origin, or at least according to Cliff Nesterov's, you know, The History of American Comedy, um, the actual origin came from the mob, the mafia. Because uh, when comedians first started doing nightclubs, when they started doing shows, all they were doing was nightclubs. And all the nightclubs were owned by the mob. And... uh, when uh, when a comedian who performed at a few of the clubs 
got like got in good with them, and you know people they they knew that people enjoyed their stand or their comedy or whatever. They he would call him a stand up. They would be like, he's a stand up comic. Stand up comic. Yeah, he's a stand up comic. You know, <laughs> instead of uh, you know just because he stands up there. It was like a stand-up guy, like, like the mafia would call like a dude a stand Yeah, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. But no, it's a stand-up comic. And that's how it started. And, and th- I mean, that's just one little... I- I'm just throwing that out there as like... That's a, an example of like one little piece for anybody interested in comedy and the history of comedy and really trying to get uh, like get serious and do stand up comedy for real or if you're just an open micer I, I feel like it's a must read this book it starts with like with vaudeville and and just goes all the way through to you know the talk shows and uh, and uh, the radio stuff it's a uh, it's tremendous i'm not done with it yet i'm still i mean i, I think i'm halfway through it but Oh my god. If you're into it, you should read it. And thanks Jack for murder my dude for the recommendation. Um I wanted to do um <laughs> I had this uh I was going to do a podcast last Sunday. I was nursing a uh, I was nursing a bad leg and uh it was because of a softball game. Uh I had this we went to this uh I, I volunteered to do this charity softball game. Well, I volunteered. I said I paid like $45, $45 to, towards this cause. It was some, it was a lady who had cancer. I had no idea who she was. I'm like, whatever. I just wanted to play softball, you know. But, I mean, you yeah, know, and help her get rid of cancer, whatever. But uh, we, we got to the, uh, Megan and I, uh, we got to the place where we were playing the game, and the walls, I mean, it looked like a, a little league field. The walls were 200 feet all the way around, and we're, we're, we're playing with big dudes. I mean, these are big, big dudes that we're playing softball with. Like, my side, I'm 6'3", 190. It's like all of us are this big. And I'm like, this is, do we have people to shag balls, you know? Because they're all going, and and, and um, me, growing up, I played baseball my whole life, but I was always a pitcher, and I sucked at hitting, and I've never hit a home run in my entire life, ever, ever. 14 fucking years of playing baseball, I I pitched, and I, I, got, I, I got the best pitcher in the state of Oklahoma two times in a row, high school, uh, and... Uh, And, and I couldn't hit to save my life. Couldn't hit the ball to save my life. Um, and uh, But today, you know, I show up at the, the softball field, or that day, and I saw, I was like, all right, we're playing softball. These walls are 200 feet. And I just start bragging. I look over at Megan. I'm like, babe, I'm hitting my first home run tonight. I'm hitting my second home run tonight. I'm hitting my third home run tonight. I'm hitting one for you. I'm hitting one for my friend Jackie. I'm hitting so many home runs tonight. And uh and like I was just oh dude, I was so pumped because I knew I could get it over that wall. 200 feet. It was nothing. Standing in that batter's box looking out at it, you're like you got to be fucking kidding me, right? 
You got to be kidding me. Well, my first at bat, I walk out and I'm, oh, so sure of myself. I am so sure of myself. And I took a pink bat. I took the pink bat from the dugout because I thought it would be cute to hit a dinger with a pink bat. Uh, Well, uh, the pitch came in, came roaring down the plate at a whopping four miles an hour, floating in, and I uh, swung. I gave it everything I had, and it it, 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 it just, the ball went four inches in front of the plate. I tapped it. The ball landed four inches in front of the plate, and then, okay, that I still had, I'm like, I have a chance. I could get like, it's almost like a bunt, right? I could get the first base. I take off, trip over my cleats, and I, and I face plant. My first at bat, I swing at a dribbler directly in front of the plate, and I fall on my face. And that's how my night started in this fucking softball game. I did you no, know, I and it and I it was a tough couple of oh gosh, I made some terrible plays, just awful plays up and down, and people were hitting the ball out left and right. I swear to god the the final score of the game was like forty three to thirty two it was uh, it was just uh, you know it was raining home runs. I did eventually hit a home run. I'll have you know. I did eventually hit a home run. Anyway, I'll post the um, my <laughs> lucky for you, <laughs> Megan, my wife, was behind me taking videos of all my at bats, and I have a very good video of me uh, eating shit in my first at bat, and I'll post that on the stand upish. Twitter account at standupish. I'll post that video of me walking out there like a big, like a like a big swinging dick and taking a big hack and eating shit and falling on my face like an asshole. Anyway, I'm gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. I'm BP Burke and I'm Jackson Wells. Like most of you, we host a crime podcast. Murder my dude's a bit different though. Where we don't talk like this. And we look at murder in our own special way. With off-topic rants and goofy jokes. Exactly. So check it out. Look up Murder My Dude on your favorite podcast app or on projecthumanoid.com. Or we'll kill you. No. What? Unfortunately, there was some very sad news in the comedy world in the past couple weeks. This is a little bit old news. It happened August 3rd, but... I haven't been around for a little while, but uh, the uh, uh, the owner of or one of the owners of the, um, I mean, I think at this point historic comedy club, the Stand in New York City, one of the owners uh, was uh, uh, David Kimowitz was killed um, at his home. He had a, he had an au pair. Uh, as the details came out, I guess, I mean, it took a little while, took a couple of weeks for everything to clear up, but I guess what they decided on was 
he um he had an au pair and uh she had a boyfriend and she had given her boyfriend a copy of the key to the house and then she had broken up with him and said that they didn't you know, we weren't going to see each other anymore well david kimowitz the owner of the stand was home asleep in his bed and uh, the boyfriend came over and uh stabbed david kimowitz to death in his bed and then uh, he had tied up the girl, and the girl got loose and ran out into the front yard, and he ran out into the front yard and stabbed her to death right there. Like, uh, you know, just like any crazy person would do. So, uh, I, don't, I mean, I didn't know David Kimowitz before this, this all happened, but I, I have been following a lot of comedy podcasts and things like that, so... And uh, obviously, this is a podcast that is loosely based around comedy. So, uh, so I felt it were, uh, was uh, worth a mention, especially since uh, I'm headed up there to New York City. At the uh, I'm headed up there on Sunday, and I'll be there until Wednesday. And I do plan on going to see a show at the historic Stand Comedy Club, and uh, and perhaps even the Comedy Cellar. But I can't wait to, because I'm officially on vacation starting today. Even though my bosses gave me a little bit of a hard time about it, I am in fact um, on vacation. I uh, I did go to the. Uh, also, I went to the open mic. I don't. I forgot to tell you about the open mic. Um, it was a lot better than the first time. I mean, the first and second time, it was a lot better. Um, the, there were, there were actually some really funny guys there, but the, the thing that I, the, I do have a story, um, and, and this is the one thing that just sort of caught my eye, but right across, because I had a stage side seat and I was sitting right across from a, a young couple, a, um, boy and a girl. And the and both very attractive, young uh, the boy and the girl, the boy you know and dressed well and everything, and uh, and it and it was open mic and I didn't know if they were open mic comedians or or uh, or or if they were just there to watch or whatever, but I'm just sitting there. I sat there for I sat there for two hours. I sat there from like eight to ten, and then it was still going and I you know I skidaddled. But uh, I sat there from eight to ten. But this was the best part. The uh, young guy with the attractive girlfriend, and yeah, it, it was it was hard. But he uh, does. He is an open micer, and he goes up and he starts his three minutes because that's what you get at open mic at the comedy club of Kansas City. You get three minutes before they uh, give you the light. And he starts going, and I don't mean I don't. Uh, I don't even think he gets a laugh. I don't think for three minutes. I don't think he gets a laugh. But uh, and it's so hard because I'm I'm sitting there and I see him. He's right in front of me, and right in front of me across the stage is his girlfriend, his attractive girlfriend that's just sitting there sort of uncomfortably watching him and um she ends up 
she gets up and leaves before he's done. Before his set is over, she leaves. And, uh, oh gosh, that was painful to watch. I mean, hmm. You know, I I guess that's, I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's uh, collateral damage, right? Sometimes you're going to look really cool in front of chicks when you want to do stand-up comedy. Sometimes you're going to look really cool because you're going to make everybody laugh. Sometimes you're gonna. Sometimes you brought your girlfriend on the wrong goddamn night. <laughs> oh man, you should have. You should have worked out those jokes a little bit. You should have flushed out that set just a little bit more. You should have let it like. Uh, should have let it just sit for a, another three or four days. Just mold it over. <laughs> then maybe you look funny in front of your hot girlfriend. Which I don't even know if he's got a girlfriend anymore, to be perfectly honest. I don't know. I hope he does. I hope he does. I'm rooting for the guy. So, like I said, I've officially started vacation. I'm still, I'm still writing. I'm, um, I'm doing as much writing as I can. And, and uh, not only comedy writing, you know, I've... Uh, I started. I've started just doing some fiction writing too, and also like some uh, just journalistic sort of writing. Just writing anything, because the the same as this. I think this podcast is helping me to learn to sort of just start talking a little bit more, be a little bit more vocal with my opinions and 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 what I think about comedy and the things and and uh, you know the things that I'm working on to improve comedy and stuff like in my comedy. Um, but. I think just just the same as this is helping me to do that. I think writing other other things is sort of a similar way. It, it's it's sort of the same thing to express yourself to me anyway, either vocally or I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know how to explain it. See, I am not a I'm not a person who studies this kind of thing. I'm an amateur amateur and but i feel like writing like sort of opens up the pores you know the creative pores i i have this there's this there's this fucking uh a magazine called the first line magazine or it's like the first line publication or something and it's it's this um it's this magazine if you, if you google it the, the first line whatever they every quarter they give you the first line of a story like carlos found a lockbox under his grandma's old shoes in the closet you know like that's the first line i'm I've, that was horrible i'm sorry but it was any first line and they and and so everybody who was submitting a story they used the first line and then they made their own story, you know? And I think that is an excellent exercise of the imagination. To, to, for somebody to give you, to point you in a direction, say right here, even if it's just one little line, right there, and for you to open your mind and, and, uh, and discover what, what you can about, yeah, oh God, I'm, I'm trying to be too... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got a little high before this podcast. 
I'm just saying it can't hurt, right? It can't hurt to like to to express yourself through other forms of writing and stuff. I love horror. I watched a great horror movie today called The Cabin in the Woods. If you haven't seen it, mm, it gets my recommendation. All right, gets my recommendation. But anyway, anyway, I think you should not only just if you're looking to start to try to do comedy. Obviously, you need to write. Write. That's the biggest thing. I think that I think what uh, what comics don't what comics coming into being like open mic and and young comedians real uh, don't realize is how much you actually have to write. Because I've written so much and and I have no idea what to do with it. I don't know how to like rehearse it. I don't know how to say it in front of people on a stage. But at least I have it. Like, I have those jokes. But, but my impulse in the very beginning was to be like, well, I have, like, funny premises, so I'll just go up there. I'll go up there and riff. And I'll just go. But I know that's a recipe for disaster. I would go up there, and it would my night would end up like, I would be like Michael Richards. Wait, wait what's his name? <laughs> the guy from fucking... No, I wouldn't be like that guy. No, uh, but it would never end well. It would never fucking end well. That's all I'm saying. But that's not all I do. You know, to like... I, I think not only is writing important, I think uh, um, staying in... Obviously, stay as a, as a comic, you want to stay informed. And you, and you want to like expand your vocab. I have this fucking app on my phone. It's like the word of the day. And I and I, I read it every day, and every, and sometimes it's a word you know, and whatever. But sometimes it's like a word you're like, dang, I haven't thought of that in forever. And then I'll just try to use it like once during the day or something, just to expand the vocabulary, just to, because I think shit like that helps, man. I really do. It to it helps to expand your vocab. Today's fucking word was aberrant, aberrant, which means uh, markedly. Markedly different from an accepted norm. I think that's all comedians were apparent. <laughs> apparent. Markedly different from an accepted norm. <laughs> all right. Well, I might, I might do a podcast on Wednesday. I might do a podcast on uh, Sunday. I might do. I might never do a. Po- I might never do a podcast again. If you have a problem with it, send it to my. Lawyer. If you uh, want to uh, get a hold of us at standupishpodcast at gmail.com, there's that. If you want to get us at standupish on Twitter, there's that. See, I just got this. I'm just obsessed with this thing right here. Look. Hey, it's vacation me. I like this. All right. No. Keep going. Here we go. See you next time.